Podcast Network production. What's up, everybody? This is Charlie Maverick. Oh, man. I'm blessed and highly favored to be back with you guys today. It's a lovely Saturday. The Saturday before Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah. I'm blessed to have made it another year. It's getting closer to my birthday, my 40th. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be in this time in my life. I have gone through different struggles in my life, as everybody has. Everybody got a story, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got a story. But I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to be here another year and approaching that milestone birthday. Like I died. Would I do certain things over again differently? You know, I don't know. The more I'm understanding about this multiverse thing and, and how timelines and, and situations, like, compound and all this stuff i'm like i don't know i don't know i it, it made me into the person i am today now if i say i want to change some stuff then that means i'm not satisfied with who i am and a part of you know dealing with this world is kind of being self-aware of who you are being comfortable with that and knowing when you may have to either i don't know get into the place where you psych your mind that you are great and you just roll with it you you just got to do something to keep moving forward you just you have to you have to do something but man i'm I'm just really happy to be here so i I wasn't going to go on that tangent (laughs) i'm really happy to be here 2022 starting off pretty Man, there's a lot of stuff that happened so far this year. Wow. And it's only been like a month and a half. Man, I don't know if our brains can hold this in our memory as much as we do. Like, I really don't, I really don't know if we can. Like, (laughs) like so much happened so fast. I literally forgot that Bob Saget died. Until I watched something on TV recently. I'm like, whoa, dang, how did I forget that? Crazy. So we're here. Valentine's Day is coming up. Hope a lot of you guys don't just use that day to show I love you to the loved ones that you, oh man, come on now. You know, you know, it's a marketing thing, but you, you better, you better show you care. You better do that. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you better do that. Oh, man. So, Valentine's Day is very special to me and is going to be my wedding anniversary. Oh, man. It's one of the great holidays out of the year because of that. You know, you got you to gotta celebrate your birthdays. You know, my wife's birthday, my birthday, and then, you know, our anniversary hey you got to have priorities right i think you know i wouldn't be where i'm at without certain people being born so family birthdays are ones that 
or more important than the kind of marketed birthdays, right? Because those are benchmarks in your or or milestones in your memory to where you like you have things that you remember from point in times and boom, boom, boom. And when they were this old, I remember we were this old together and it happened like that, man. Wow. So people will celebrate buying flowers. That's great. My nephew is turning 16. Man, Austin is, oh. Rosa turned 16. <sighs> Already she's 17. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't know what's going on in the world. Um, I'm getting old. I feel, feel great, though, <laughs> in spite of. So what's going on these days, man? I wasn't going to talk about this in the show, but I wanted to let you guys aware, and this has nothing to do with the topic, but I, I just wanted to get this out of the way before I forget. Man, something that really grinded my gears today? Wow. Um, so do you remember the Equifax data breach where all your information got leaked, right? Um... <laughs> they were supposed to punish Equifax for their bad practices and and data security, right? So they're really vulnerable. Um, this is the company. If 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 you guys don't, I guess you should know what Equifax is. They're one of the three big uh, credit bureaus, and. The reason behind credit bureaus, the business model behind them is to sell your credit history to loan officers to determine your, your history of, of payment or non-payment, um, your credit utilization, take all your payment behaviors, all of that, everything about your payment history behavior. And determine if you are high risk or low enough risk to where they can give you money. And that's every time that somebody at the car dealership or somebody requests a uh, inquiry, and that's commission for them. So they have a lot of information on you, just in case you didn't know that they do that. But they got breached a while back. I forget how long it was. It's been that long. Um, but yeah. The, the Federal Trade Commission made a, a, a official complaint in 2019 to look into this. The conclusion of it was all they had to do is punishment. And this was, this was a big thing, right? This lasted for a while because it's 2022. It's not too super long because it wasn't a class action thing. It was just a, a federal you know, investigation. That's about right for a federal investigation. So... All they got to do is give you four years free of credit monitoring, which we have found out does not do shit for shit. Oh, oh man. Yeah, doesn't that piss you off? Like, how did you, how did you get away with that? <laughs> really? All right, so is this going to kind of segue into the kind of like larger topic that we're here for? All right, so what we're here to talk about today 
is the fact that we've been educated in different capacities, depending on this on the generation, you could have been hindered from being educated. From your social class, you could have been hindered by education. It just depends on the attributes that contributed to how you learned, took in information. What were the catalysts and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So we've been taught a lot of stuff over the years about our own history. We've been taught a lot of things that led us to believe certain things to be true. We've been led, uh, misled on certain things. <clears throat> Other things have been um, just been blatantly covered up. And people have died for trying to speak the truth and spread the truth. All right. So to set the tone of this, and since it is Black History Month, and I, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of set. I, I wanted to get your minds right in in terms of a, a couple of examples of what I'm talking about before I get into the larger idea of what I'm talking about. So you're like not sitting here 20 minutes late, like what the hell are you talking about? All right, so. <clears throat> As we know through history, certain scholars have forged the dynamic of what we've been taught through time. Shakespeare has been one of them on the biblical side um, with the conjunction of uh, King James. I don't know which one, um, but one of them <laughs> or some of them. I don't know. They just a lot of a few King James, right? Um, so certain things have been omitted from the history books. Certain things have been tailored uh, for the demographic. And certain things have been kind of buried uh, to, to kind of lead to a larger narrative that the government or whoever is in the Illuminati, ooh, whoever wants to control the storyline <clears throat> of culture and history, right? So there is a book that is out. And let me see what that book's name is. I think it is Three Women. Um, so it is a, it's a story that covers a couple of and I mean a couple <laughs> as three prominently but overlooked black women in history. Martin Luther King's mother, James Baldwin's mother, and Malcolm X's mother. But I'm going to focus on Martin Luther King's mother and James Baldwin for the, the, the two examples I'm going to give you to lead you into what I'm trying to talk about. Okay, so let's get into it. Why not? Let's not neander around. So, okay. So first example is Martin Luther King's mother. All right. So what we know about Martin Luther King is usually associated with his father. All right. Okay. So 
and the book that has come out, I can't believe, where did I do it? The name of that book. I got to find that. Uh, but I, I think it is called Three, Three Women or something like that. It talks about um, the fact that Martin Luther King's father uh, was met by Martin Luther King's mother and Martin Luther King's father was kind of deemed as illiterate. So we always hear these stories of Martin Luther King going into the, the footsteps of his father, what we know of his father, but who was the woman behind this great man that led to the development of this great, great man in history, right? Well, Martin Luther King's mother, her, her family, influenced the entry of Martin Luther King's father into Morehouse and passed down the inheritance of Ebenezer Baptist Church to Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, didn't know that, did you? They omitted that greatly from a lot of the talks, literature. There has been a couple of, uh, well, I'll say a couple, I'm sorry. Uh, there has been um, a biography that has been written by Martin Luther King's father. Is that an autobiography if it's written by? Anyway, um, he gives credit to his wife and says that she is responsible for his success. That's great, but still didn't know that nuance. <laughs> and then uh, Martin Luther King's mother was also, a, she had a degree, she had her teacher certificate, and she also helped educate uh, Martin Luther King's father and get him through college. Wow. Hand clap for that, man. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's, um, wow. Hmm. So, another one was James Baldwin, the historic black American writer, activist. We always hear about, and I say always, in context, in a small capacity, because we don't hear a lot about James Baldwin. We have heard more about James Baldwin in the mass media sense in the last couple of years, but you've had to been you have to been just exposed to um, the history of James Baldwin and his works um, to know who he is. So it, I would say commonly known, but not really. I can't I can't assume that. But James Baldwin, great great activist, um, writer. Um, so he's, it's always been focused that he's been great in spite of the abuse that he, that he received from his father. Always focused on the father, right? The great woman behind this was his mother. She was a writer. She was the one that inspired James to write. Ah. Uh, Oh man. Yeah. It's kind of things aren't told. The scholars left those things out, even trying to teach it to 
the ones that are of similar race. You had to dig deep into finding certain nuances to these histories out to understand what's really going on. I want to tell those two things to give examples of what we think we know to be true from how we consume information is not the whole truth. Let me take my time with this here today. I like to take my time with this. Can I, can I take a sip of water? I'm, I'll, I'll go on mute uh, so, I don't, so I don't gulp in your ear. Hold up. All right. So. I got a message. And. I can only speak to. What I know. All right. To be true. In my universe and in, in, in my mindful universe. I always believe that you should never take, thing at, take things at face value. Never take things at face value of what you've been taught, what you've heard, and even what you have seen. What you have seen probably is the thing that has been the most true because you had the firsthand account of it, but your memory long-term cannot be trusted, even you. The information that we've been fed over time has a percentage of truth to it. Even lies have a percentage of truth to it because you got to make it believable, right? But things have been left out, looked over, swept under the rug. And we need to learn how to not only be given certain bits of information when one what random person goes off and does research and writes a book and finds this out, but why didn't we know about this? The those especially those two examples until recently. Why did we not know? Why was this not common knowledge taught to us about the strength that? Uh, these two mothers. Let me even talk about Malcolm's mother. Her and his father, I'm sorry, Malcolm's parents, <laughs> almost messed that up. Malcolm's parents met at a, a rally to uh, protest social injustice. She was already an activist, right? This was in his blood from both angles. We never hear about that. We only hear about the demise of his father, how it translates and how Malcolm lived his life. But we didn't know also that she spent time in jail. Hmm. They locked her away because she tried to speak her truth. <laughs> oh, man. Did you know that Martin Luther King's mother died after he died, but his, his brother randomly 
and then mysteriously died in a pool and he was what they called a um, a, a, a radical um <laughs> freedom fighter okay and wow lo and behold um his mother died kind of in the same way that he did loosely um she got shot as well wow how did we not know this dynamic like some people knew this but how were we not taught this this is heavy this is heavy and i'm using these as an example that black people we need to look look deep look deeper into things you watch the news let's get to current talk you watch the news you believe what the news tells you. The news is trying to um, cover a narrative. Let me explain to you the, the business model of mass media. And even back in the day of uh, Gutenberg and the invention of the printing press i'm sure there was a black dude that had something to do with that that didn't get credit for but i'm not going to talk about that right now i'm not trying to sound facetious so i'm going to move on with life but there has always been a controlling of society through text um, and some type of media when you watch the news they are not trying to inform you to teach you things for the greater good <laughs> well i take that back the greater good is yeah that's silly because the illuminati is a degree all right so they want to get ratings they want to drive ratings they want you to keep watching they want you to keep listening what they have to do is fear monger you there is some truth to what they're saying yes but look further dig deeper Religion, you can't take things for face value. Just think of how that ties back to slavery, man. Um, so they gave us Christianity to give us hope and to keep us happy. Um, we, and they taught us that pagan gods, which we still don't know if pagan gods are a bad thing. Oh, who knows? Some dude said that. <laughs> We still don't know um, what detriment that is to us as American black people. We don't know. We have been, uh, <laughs> look, they don't want to tell you the whole truth. They tell you I don't want to tell you the whole truth. Uh, the whole truth has never been good for a narrative. A narrative is thus that has to go a certain direction. A narrator is someone that controls that storyline, that book you read, how that those transitions of ideas and chapters and blah, 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 that flow from start to end. The narrative is what makes the money makes everybody money it's a cash cow everybody has a narrative it's not even just the news but you have to look deeper 
People have died for trying to speak their truth. Martin has died for trying to speak his truth. Malcolm has died for trying to speak his truth. Hey, I'm not, JFK has died for trying to... Well, okay. He probably died for kind of mafia stuff that his dad was in, mixed up into, but he was speaking kind of some truth. Robert Kennedy definitely died for speaking his truth and whatever was over there in that Kennedy family. But James Baldwin died. Oh, man. Do I have to keep going? People just go missing. All right, let me take it back to current times. And I'm not taking a stance on this either way. I'm just telling a I'm just giving some context to to this to this um this topic. So don't Joe Rogan me. Huh. Y'all know y'all can't <laughs> don't play don't play with me. <laughs> I'm just saying. So um when COVID came out, this people were trying to speak their truths. It didn't fit with the larger narrative, and they disappeared. I'm going to leave it at that. Everything included with the pandemic, somebody that spoke against the larger narrative was demonized. They, the media, the media does a couple of things on a regular basis. They drive fear into your hearts and then they pick you up with some type of sense of hope later. In the midst of all that and in between all that happening, there's a couple of things that they're really good with doing. And they did. So typically, especially with um, 24-hour news stations like cnn fox news um msnbc what is that o olm thing <laughs> what is that um they're really good at tearing people apart with politics i don't think you would fight with your family and friends as much as you do if there wasn't that dynamic in, in our society to where they just, they, they d divide us. They tear us apart. And if you look at it later in life, you're like, why the hell did I do that? They got me. Ooh. They did the same thing with the pandemic. They, they preyed on people. They don't care about what happens as collateral damage. They don't care. With the vaccine, they tore people apart. There is no reason why we should be fighting against that. We should be just respecting each other and finding a way how to navigate with people not wanting to get the vaccine for whatever reason. And let's find out why they don't. They might have good reasons. And most of them do. And other people that do get the vaccine. And, and they might have good reasons. And that's okay, too. The mask mandates, the social distancing. What the hell? They, they drive us apart on purpose for profit. They do it on purpose. And 
They get us every time. Open your eyes and look at the deeper story. Pay attention to the people that are saying things. Let's make sure that they are included into the narrative of history. Let's make sure that we, our truths are not buried. And you, but you have to say it in a way that is palatable for those that are looking to see the cancel. Which leads us into this dynamic. We cannot speak against the narrative. They might try to shut me up for it. I'm not going to give specifics to where they're going to they tr they're going to try to Joe Rogan me again. Don't play with me. I'm smart. You go against the narrative if you want. There are mechanisms in place to ruin your life or extinguish your life depending on how far you get into discovering a truth. We can't say anything that contradicts that larger narrative to tell this story. Why? Because, all right, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about government in general. It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Through history, we know that they control. We have been, we are naive to the fact that we think that since we are in the United States and we are in this democracy that is our, you know, this makes us us. That we are, um, we are uh, impervious to this whole thing that we can be controlled by the government. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't think that the government can. We can't. We don't think the government offs people and makes people disappear, and they're not up to evil. What? We think that politicians are really, really out there for our good. Man, let me tell you, no, no. They might have started out that way, but they didn't, right? Everybody is trying to get to a certain point by any means necessary. We are the collateral damage. We have to ask questions, understand things, and talk to each other and not try to push each other away because we believe what that TV taught us. They're supposed to be the smart people. We put, we, we gave, CNN says that they're, <laughs> oh my God, their mission statement, their advertisement is they're the most trusted news source. Trust, they build your trust. And with that trust, they prey on you. They divide you. And now you're not talking to a family member that you've been close to for so long. Now you are downplaying situations that happen and, 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 and excusing things that happen to black people because they, they told you that ah, it's okay. It's not, why, why are you complaining about this? When Colin Kaepernick kneeled, they demonized him. They had me for a minute. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not immune. They had me for a minute. They do this 
at different capacities and we have to just be aware all i'm saying is be aware and if you are aware that is the thing that is going to take you far try to look for the truth in the in the context behind things whatever the the mass story tells you there's more to it when we found out that Mal, that Martin Luther King was um, was an adulterer, should we have lowered our expectations of him as a figure in history? Dude, he was human. <laughs> Look, if you are that popular in a point in time, I don't know what else, I don't know what you did. I don't know who you were around. And good Lord, man, um, <laughs> you just gotta, you just gotta know there's more to someone than you just been told. There's always, everybody got a story. Even the people that are around you every day, they got a story that you don't know about, but you have to be aware that that's a possibility. You can't cancel out the possibility that certain things have a deeper meaning have a have an a, a a history that is that is covered up why did we learn christianity as being slaves brought over to america why why was the intent behind that why it, are a lot of uh black people left out of the contributions um from history the first heart surgery come on i'm, I'm I'm only trying to inform you. <laughs> like I said, that informs you. I'm trying to tell you, man. It's you. You have to. You have to just. And I wouldn't say read a book. Because the books are tailored, but I would say look beyond the details that you have been provided, that you've been fed that you've only been told by mass media. And if somebody tells you something, then hey, that's not that's not a ding on you know, that's not a ding on any of these people that I spoke about. It's not a ding. I'm not taking away anything from uh Martin Luther King's father, the great contribution to his life still. But it is wrong for his mother to have been left out of that that, that of that whole story about Martin Luther King Jr. It would have been great to know and include Malcolm X's mother and 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 her dynamic and what how that contributed to Malcolm X's uh you know his personality and 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 how he directed that energy to society. That would have been great to include in his in his story. Didn't know that. James Baldwin. That would have been great to know how artistic his mother is. Wow. What, how a great writer she was that, that motivated him and supported him through the times where he was being abused by his father. So she was the driving force to his success. Come on. Why can't we always feel the need 
and the hunger, the repass, the headline, is because we trust, we have put too much trust in the, the, the author, the publisher of this. Do we not have enough time to prioritize um, um, what means the most to us in the grand scheme of what is going on in our lives? So we just roll with it. We have things that we're dealing with in our own lives that, wow, wow, wow. So they give this to us and we just hear this passively and we just go about our lives and this, this, just, this information just passes through history kind of passively. We hear about it, but we're still, we have so much going on. Like, hey, you know, that's nice. I wasn't there. Great. Let's keep moving on. But shouldn't we, shouldn't we look deeper still? And doesn't it feel good to know more truths? It, it pisses you off sometimes at first, I know. It's a hard pill to swallow at times to understand why things happen. Why is CNN lying to you? What is their purpose? I don't know. Just like advertising. I mean, it's to keep you engaged. It's the same thing with Facebook. They keep you engaged. They control what you see. You, you, have you ever seen the sci-fi type movies like Enemy of the State? Um, um, uh, Minority Report and all that. Those are... Hollywood depictions of dynamics that are true in society. They're just, they just are you know, illustrated in a different way. You know, it's, it's metaphors that they, that they're saying, you know, in picture, but it's, you know, art reflects reality. It's stuff is true that they will try to cover you up to uh in in off you if you are trying to deviate the narrative uh they don't want you to know more about certain aspects of your history because of whatever narrative they're trying to kick that moment they will have you mad at people you love because they leave certain things out that would have had a really really big impact to understand the context behind things like politics all right look look you have hated certain people and presidents through history and sometime you're like sometimes later you hear about them and you're like mm, all right cool um they weren't so bad and the flip side of it you really loved a politician or a president blah blah, blah and you hear about them later you're like wow i freaking hate them now i didn't know that yeah, so <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is we have to be prepared, willing, and open to look for truths, ask for truths, and not um, try to uh, encourage the, the inhibition, the inhibition, that's the word, that's the word inhibition of people trying to speak their truths we don't want that we don't we don't need that uh, i don't know what benefit that has to us as a people 
but we do need to look further into things. I'll give one example and I'll go on to some happy topics, I promise. Um, so like uh, the Bible, you know, got to go back to the Bible and religion. Sorry. So everything in the Bible is not literal. You know, you have to take things and, and compartmentalize them, transfer and convert them, blue, 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 all the way to what you hold to be true in your life and what that means for you. So. With Jonah and the whale, you are in a whale stomach for that long. You're disintegrating because of the stomach acid. But it tells you a story of strength and determination that you should persevere through, um, you know, a tribulation. <laughs> there you go. Don't go be jumping in the whale's mouth and stuff. You know? Turned that into the Disney story. You know, that was Geppetto. You know, he got stuck in the wheel. That's when I was like, hey, hey, questions. <laughs> oh man. But the greater the greater idea is we we have to look into more of what has not been told to us which will unpack the dynamics of what has been told to us. I don't want you to think I'm on one side or the other with any type of um, societal debate, but I will say one thing is true. Um, you got to do your research. And anybody that gets mad at you or gets, or, or gets mad at me saying you gotta do your research <laughs> i i feel very comfortable insulting you by saying uh you are the sheep you have to play some role in this universe and someone has to play the sheep and if you are the sheep you are the sheep you would demonize someone for asking questions you would demonize someone for seeking truths you would demonize someone that has that is trying to speak their own truth instead of trying to understand how that um, intersects with your truth. You're the sheep. We've all been there at some point in our lives, I'm sure. This is how we evolve from something, right? When you know better, you do better. When you're self-aware, you do better. <laughs> That's what you do. So do that. Now, if if you're if you're at that place now, all right, great. Let's have those talks. Let's have those. Let's have those acknowledging things. Let's find out some things that in history, like whoa, you know, wait a minute, how do we not know this? And why was this covered up? What was the, what was the point, the overall mission to cover this up? <laughs> oh. Simple stuff covered up for something that's, that feeds up to being some diabolical plan. Um, and you're like, Dr. Claw was all over this. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So let's not be so heavy. So, all right. So before we go, <laughs> before we go, let's talk about some things that um, are misunderstood in, in culture. And 
let's understand the truths and meanings behind things. Since we talk about meanings and truths, um, there are a couple of things that I want to leave with you that um, we we got to get to a common understanding what they mean. Um, and if we don't, we can't we can't proceed as a, as a larger culture of of black people or the human race. Now, when we say something, we have to get to this 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 definition of of something and stick with it. We can't keep going and changing things because of some people think like, hey, that means something to me. Like every generation has this type of thing. I sound like an old fart. So, so every generation we have this changing of meaning of words and we get mad that people can't learn English easy. You know, I'm getting pissed off with people telling me certain things and they they have a very subjective meaning behind them. All right. So and I'm speaking of like, all right, you ever had. You ever had that friend that. Was always habitually late. And all you want to do is make it someplace on time once with them, but you got caught a couple of times and then you said something and then it didn't fix it, but y'all still love each other. Y'all still go be homies or friends or whatever. And then uh, you just learn over time that that's that person. All right. I'm telling you, you shouldn't have to go through this course of action with people. One of those things is. Uh, I'll be there in a few. Now, when somebody tell you that, especially a black person, somebody tell you, I'll be there in a few, what do they mean? It might mean a couple of things. It, I'll tell you what it definitely doesn't mean. It definitely doesn't mean that they are actually going to be there in a few. What time interval did we mean? Oh, that's wide open. Depends on what they're doing. It's probably meaning that mm, they might have woken up. And that depends on how far they are away from you. So let's say they write down the street. And, and people just be like, yeah, I'll be there in a few, blah, blah, blah. And they, they make this calculation of, of transit time and all this stuff, getting ready and knock on the door and meeting you. And their, their time of a, of, of a few is... Whenever I get there, I'm sure you'll be all right with it, right? So they write down the street. They figure that 30 minutes is going to be a few. That'll be fine. As long as you don't go over 30 minutes, a few is fine. So they probably just waking up. They can, like, wash off real quick. You know, I don't know, do, like, a sink bath. I don't know. Real quick, throw in the clothes. Or, or you know, they already, they already, like, I don't know. They don't wash in the morning. I don't know. And they just get in the car and boom, boom, they already at your house. But they're still late. So a few is like, man, all right. So you got to learn that. That <laughs> The other one is like, I'm on the way. So how many times have you heard somebody say, yeah, I'm on the way. Still habitually late. Why? I don't know. Would you tell somebody um, that uh, you on the way when you ain't even getting the car? They have not gotten in the car yet. They have basically probably either... <clears throat> woken up gotten out the shower just are ironing their clothes or putting on their clothes oh maybe they might be on the toilet i'm just saying there's a number of things but i'll tell you one thing is for sure they ain't on the way now how much time could elapse when that happens mm, i don't know man they might blame it on traffic 
I mean, be there in a few kind of gives you the impression that they're close enough that it ain't going to be like an hour. Now, I'm on the way. Dog, I literally had somebody keep me waiting all day when they said it was on the way. Hey, the cable guy, <laughs> your packages, when it says it's on the way, you know how the postal service is these days. Uh, good luck with getting that shit. I mean, estimated time. <laughs> oh, side note. Yeah. So estimated time. Yeah. Great. Thank you for giving me estimated time. You're usually late. You know, when I like to see like, I don't know, was it FedEx say, or, or UPS say estimated time. When UPS says estimated time, it's probably going to be a day late. He's going to say that. So on the way, bullshit. Come bullshit on that. And you should too. I'm right around the corner. Oh, all right. So right around the corner. Right around the corner. Hmm. So there's two things with a right around the corner. So one thing could be they're right around the corner. They about to be there. Same habitually late person, right? Cool. That can still mean similar to to be there in a few and I'm on the way. Either way, you should be like, I'm called bullshit and I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you for like, like tell me like you, that, that, that's probably the same interval. It might be an hour. It might, look, I'm around the corner. I don't know now. Around the corner, they blame it on traffic. And then you don't want to be that type of person to fact check and be like, look on Google Maps and stuff. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You don't want to have to be that person, but some people you have to just learn around the corner. Nah, I don't believe you. Nah, I don't. The other thing is, (laughs) the other thing is you have, all right, so you get lost, right? Or you try to ask somebody for directions. An old black man. You ask for directions. Look, first of all, if you are lost and you just happen to stop at, like, I don't know, gas station or something, and you see this old black man, and you know they just know directions, I don't know, uh, but uh, you try to ask for directions, right? First of all, I don't know why you can't use your phone these days. I don't know why you would let your phone die. If you feel like... um your phone's going to die. You don't have a charger. Just go buy one. They got them in a gas station. I don't know. But anyway, for whatever reason, you need to ask somebody for directions. You see old black man, and he tells you that something's around the corner. That might mean that it's five miles away. Yeah? Yeah, it might mean it. So you'd be like, he says right around the corner. And you, at every light, you are looking to see if Google Maps updates and you're like, oh, snap. Or you just like, you try to see some landmark that he told you about, some obscure landmark that might not be there anymore because he might not have gone that side for like 20 years. <laughs> might not be there anymore. And he might tell you, it might not be there anymore. And then you're like, oh, okay, give me something else. You take that and run with it. You might be going five miles down the road. And you might be like, oh, damn, he got me again. And in that moment, that's when your dumbass goes and gets a charge. You charge your phone, and hopefully you paid your uh, your cell phone bill, and uh, hopefully you got signal. 
enough for the GPS to lead you to where you need to go. Now, if you can't look it up on the GPS, your ass need not go there. That's what I'm going to tell you right there. The other thing that really gets me is like, okay, so I don't know what people mean when uh, when they say a little bit, you know? All right, so, you know, when people like put stuff on your plate and you're like, all right, I only want a little bit, you know? <laughs> hey, just give me a little bit, right? Just, uh, hey, I just want a little bit. I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And they pile up your plate like you, like you had the Golden Corral and shit. And you didn't know that you can go back for seconds. <laughs> You're like, I ain't gonna eat all this. And what they do tell you, just eat what you can. <laughs> and you don't want to be disrespectful. So what you do, and especially if it's good. Now, if it's nasty, now you don't feel no type of way. But if it's good, you you. <laughs> I might just eat this whole plate and I might have to take a nap. Did you prepare for me having the possibility that I need to take a nap on your couch because you just gave me all this food? A little bit. Some people don't know what a little bit is. Like a little bit. (laughs) Or I'll be there in a little bit. I'll be there in a little bit. Same as be there in a few. I don't know. We don't know what time it is. You got to give times and measurements, people. Ah, how about this? I want a little sip. You ever had that person that, hey, I ain't hungry. I ain't thirsty. Mm. Oh, hey, what you got in that cup? Hey, can I have a little sip? You're like, yeah, you can have a little sip. You go, you go walk away a little bit. You come back. Hey, man. What the hell happened to my drink, man? Did you just drink out my drink? You said you just wanted a sip. It was like, oh, I take big gulps. I'm fighting you. <laughs> dog, dog, no more, no more. And you probably backwash if you did all that. <laughs> no, no, first of all, this is why we don't share drinks. COVID happened so we don't have to share drinks. However, if you're family or a couple, you probably still share drinks and this may happen to you. Um, But hey, just make sure you have extra of the beverage that you know that's in that cup because just in case they drink the rest of your drink. Hey, you don't know. You don't know. That drink might have been something that saved their life. Like they they might have been like really parched. And you didn't expect that they was gonna take like huge big gulps. Might have been two. And it saved their life. You're like, hey, you might want to get some more water or whatever. You're like, god dang, I didn't want to get up. Or they'd be like, hey, I want to get a sip and drink all your shit. Like a Capri Sun. That's a, <laughs> If a kid say, I want a sip, they're drinking your whole shit. I'm just telling you. Everything's gone. Everything's gone. All right, the last thing is like the numbers. How about the numbers, man? Like, y'all play numbers games? I don't know what y'all mean. So, when y'all say a couple, like, I'm going to just tell y'all what this was supposed to mean, because I don't know what the hell y'all mean. So I'm going to tell you what I think y'all mean. Okay? So, a couple. Um, so, a couple. Y'all think that is, like, vague. And people say that's, like, not only two, or maybe, like, three. Um, all right. I I know that we, like, being progressive and, and all this stuff, and... And, you know, 
our societal evolution and all this, but um, the expectation of a couple sets a precedent of a number that you expect, right? Mm. So if I say, hey, I'd like to introduce you to this nice couple. How many people are you assuming that is, is going to be uh, in this introduction? Three people. Why would I say three? Well, actually four. Four people. Why would I say four? Is you, me, I'm doing the introduction. Uh, you are uh, you are the person that is being um, uh, introduced upon. I don't know what the hell. And two people in a relationship that have walked up and I'm trying to introduce. That's four. Now, there are two people being introduced. I would like to introduce this nice couple. You're looking for two people. If you're in Utah, mm, you might be not. Uh, but the expectation... And there's always a deviation from expectations or norms. So miss me with that is you are expecting two, two, two. All right, a few. All right, let's go to a few. A few. Let me say, I don't know what y'all think a few is, but let me tell you what a few is to me. A few is right up. Right after a couple, a couple. If a couple means two, we gonna start a few off with three, and a few is a range. It's not just on one number. It's a range. I'm gonna give you a range of three to five, which is a few. If you, it's like, hey, I'm gonna give you a few grapes. I probably getting five. I'm gonna give you a few of this. Yeah, probably like a handful of something, right? You know, a handful of something. Uh, five, three, five, right? All right. That's cool. Now y'all y'all be out here saying a few like y'all are saying a few like y'all use like open like Ferris Bueller's day off and shit like hey I'm inviting a few and there's a ass of people up in here. Nah. See, you're being vague. You're being misleading. See? See, you don't do that. See, that's wrong. A few is single digit numbers. Three to five. Now where do we start off with several? Several is another number range. Okay, several starts off with six. Six goes up from that. Hey, guess what? You can take this all the way up to like 15 or 20 in the quantity of number. Anything past 20, that's a lot. <laughs> Why? Why did we not understand this? Why is this not common knowledge? And just because I say common knowledge, I have to make that caveat that I understand that it's if it was common knowledge, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But why is it? Why is those not defined? Like that feels like they should be like a standard range given to humanity that we don't deviate from. I don't know why that is left into interpretation. I don't get that. My brain is like tilt, tilt. Tilt, tilt. What do we do now? I don't know. Uh, shut down. Okay, take a nap. And then we wake up. We're like, mm, are y'all still here? Why are we still doing this? Can't we change, please? But we can't. And I'm still be mad. But I have to speak my truth. And the theme was here: the truth. Speak your truth. Learn the truth. Look. <clears throat> that's my truth. I don't know what y'all been taught out there, but seek the truth. 
Don't be going off of the people's interpretations of stuff. <laughs> a couple. I'll be there in a few. Come on, man. Act, hey, y'all need to talk. Y'all get numbers, dates, um, uh, times, uh, all that. Ask questions. Details matter. Details matter. Hmm. Hmm. Why does details matter? Why do you have to seek your own truth? Because the real revolution is the fact that the truth is being buried and we are being a part of a larger narrative is the real revolution that will not be televised. They don't want that. That's what you have to do to go off onto your own and find your truth. But for God's sakes, if you say you're going to be there in a few, God damn it. Um, you get 10 minutes max. That's all I'm giving you. 15? 15 minutes max. 15 minutes. That's all I'm giving you. All right? Cool. All right. So this has been the Mavcast. Y'all stay safe out there. Um, be sure to tune in to the Maverick Podcast Network on Clubhouse uh, for Jesus Take the Wheel. We're taping that on Sunday, and uh, we're going to have a sit-down with uh, a nice family member. We're going to talk about some uh, really good stuff. I'm not going to tell you too much, but I'm telling you, you should tune in because um, it's going to be great. So wear your mask, um, eat right, stretch. You never know when you're going to have to run. <laughs> You never know. It's true. You never, you never know when you have to run. You know, you speak your truth too much, and then you, you never know when you're gonna hear that on your door, and you're like, "Ugh, I got the haul ass now." Here we are again with these fires. Why are they burning shit down? And then you're like, mm, "We gotta be out. Everybody, pack up your shit. We're going." Shout out to Atlanta. Yeah, city that pays me. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV. Relax yourself, let your conscience be free. You're now rolling with a dude named MAV.